By rights, the Parshas HaChedus should come before Parshas HaPara. The reason is because chronologically, on Rosh Chedush Nisim, which is HaChedus, the Mishkan was built, was put up. And only the second, the next day, was the Parah Duma burnt. So therefore, HaChedus came before Parah. The Lama Parakademus, why then is it, it was the order of the four parshas made that Parsha Pura comes before Parsha Sachedish? Shehi Tarasim Shukhal Yisrael, because that is what provides purity, ritual purity for all Jews. And therefore it comes before Parsha Sachedish. Thus, haste, in other words, as free a lateness Parsha Pura, first we read Parsha Pura, Lahazarus Yisrael, the tire to encouraged to make sure that everybody understands that they have to bring themselves, they have to go through the, the uh, purification process so that the next parsha, which is parsha Zacharias, which talks about the bringing of the Korban Pesach will be done when everybody everybody's ready and in a pure state of purity in order to bring the Korban Pesach um, only then can they go to Parshat Hedish where it talks about Karim Pesach. From Lashana Yerushalmi, from the way the Yerushalmi puts it, Shehi Tarasim Shal Kol Yisrael, that that is what provides purity for all Jews, is Muchach, from there it seems, as the Tarif and Paraduma is negates Aliyidin, that the purity which is brought about through the Paraduma relates to every single Jew. Azoi is moving from the Teichne Inyan Dart, which is also what we, it seems not just from the wording, but from the way it's presented. As Mahat Mesakin given Amazol Lena Parshapara, that they, the Chachamim established that Parshapara should be read, but the Takanus Akri is for Ali and the way the reading of the Parshis, of course, pertains to every single Jew. Everyone goes to Shul, everybody hears the Kriya. So they established it in such a way, free from Parsha Pura, that Hachidish, that Parsha Pura should be read before Parsha Hachidish. Chotzas bedinu shetagdim Hachidish lepara, even though by rights it would seem that Parsha Hachidish should come first, as he explained there, because chronologically that's how it happened. And the reason is mitzad dem tam she pura tarosh mikol yisrael because Parsha Pura is what provides purity for all Jews. So it's not just the wording of the Yerushalmi, but also the idea that's being conveyed is that in something that pertains to every single Jew, which is the listening of the four parshas, which one was placed first, Parsha Parah, because that first meaning before Parsha Chedesh, because that relates to the Tara, and this is something that seems to relate to every Jew, because everybody's listening, and the order of the parshas was created for everybody equally. So therefore it seems to convey both in the wording and also in the idea which is the message that's being conveyed that Parsha, the Tara of Parah pertains to every Jew. The Tzorah Bir Noisav however it needs a little more explanation and also to get a better understanding of what's going on. As Medavzich Metarazim from Parsha Parah, what's the problem? As Medavzich Metarazim from Parsha the fact that one has to bring themselves to a ritual purity before they could bring the Korban Pesach if they became contaminated by a mace by a dead body this is something that pertains only to people that actually came into contact with a mace this, this doesn't affect every Jew the fact is the contrary that if most Jews ended up being a Tomei Mace in the time when they need to bring a Korban Pesach at that time we don't even need the, the uh, Paraduma the Tarasim Shal Yisrael in order to bring about the purity of the Yidin in order to bring the Korban Pesach as his own can bring the Korban Pesach why not? Because if the majority of the Jewish community is Tomei, then they bring the Korban Pesach Batuma, even in their state of Tumah. 
and therefore if the majority would become Tamei Meis, there would be no need for the Paradum at all in regards to the Karben Pesach. So therefore, why is it that all the Yidin, and the rule should be, of course, that and generally is, that we go by the majority, that the, the minority gets drawn according to the majority, not the opposite, that the majority should be drawn according to the needs of the minority. So then, if the case is, that it's only a minority of Yidin which are, end up being Tamimais, why is it that everybody has to read the Parsha Para in order to get the Parsha Chaydish? Matazam Kriyas Parsha Para, Farah Chaydish, Mtsadem Vasitarash Mughal Yisrael, because Parsha Para provides purity and for all Yidin. It's not really for all Yidin, it's only a minority which need this uh, purity. And why is it that we do not read Parsha Chaydish before Parsha Para? as it should by rights be, as the Yerushalmi explained, because chronologically that's how it is. Therefore we have to say, we're forced to say, at least from the inner dimension of understanding this concept, that this, that Parsha Para is what provides purity for all it doesn't mean the literal meaning of the purity which it brings about meaning that from Thomas Mace which means literally if somebody came into contact with a mace he needs the parsha para that would be the literal meaning but over here it means something more different but rather it is addressing a kind of purity that every yid needs to have in whatever situation any yid should be in, they will still need this kind of purity. And this is what brings them, this is what the, the proper preparation for Pesach and Hachidosh. So in short, it's the addressing a kind of purity which pertains to every single yid, not necessarily speaking about the literal sense of Tumas Meis, and it's this kind of purity that everybody is going to have to go through, which is the preparation for Parsha Sachedish. Base. So we'll understand what this is talking about by first explaining as men gefinta chidish in the mitzvah from Paraduma. That we find something novel, a novel idea by the din of Paraduma. The Rambam Zoktan Sefer Amitzvahs. The Rambam, in his Sefer Amitzvah, the book Amitzvah, he says, as the mitzvah from Paraduma is lasis Paraduma Kedeshiya Ephra Mezuman Lemishiyat Starech Elov. The Rambam explains in a defining what the mitzvah of Paraduma is, he says, to make the prepare the Paraduma in order that the ashes of the Paraduma will be available for anyone that needs it. Letaras Tumas Meis for the purpose of cleansing themselves from having become Tomei Meis. As the Tachos Hamitzvah state Nishnor in Nutzen the Mei for B'Shasatzayrech. In other words, Ramam, the way he defines it is that the purpose of the Paradum is not only in order that to use it when somebody becomes Tomei Meis. That's what you would think it is for. If somebody becomes Tommy Mace, you have the ashes to use it. So you use it in order to bring cleansing. But rather what it means is, the, the way the Rambam says it, so the first he explains, so it's not only that when a person actually becomes Tommy Mace, there it is, he can use it. The definition, the way the Ramam defines it, uh, the, the Paraduma is, it's in order that it should be available for anyone that needs it any time. Not that it should be used in the case when somebody becomes Tameh, it should be available whenever to, for anyone that needs it at any time. That at any time that a Yid will be, if find it necessary to have this kind of purifications should immediately have available the Eifah Parah in order to bring about the cleansing and the Rambam bring the Reuvdem Pasuk 
the Rambam quotes the Pasuk, which brings out this idea, and it shall be for the community of the Jewish people as a safekeeping. Because the Pirush HaPoshet is, the simple meaning of that is, as the Efer HaPoshet of Zayngreit, Mishumar, that the, uh, the ashes of the, of the Paraduma should be there available, ready. That's Mishumar, uh, in safekeeping, meaning available, always available. For anyone of the Jewish community, Kol Yisrael, in other words, any Jew, because he may need to use the ashes of the Paraduma. So it should always be available. So the, the Rambam ex- brings it out of a Pasuk. The Pasuk seems to be saying that the purpose of the Paraduma is, the ashes of the Paraduma is, that they should be there available for any time. The Chiddush in them is Nachmer. And the novelty of this goes even further. The fact is that if somebody becomes Tomei Meis, the Torah doesn't in any place require that he should become Tahir. A person can go through life in a state of uh, Thomas Mace. And even before the Yomta, before the three Yomta, Pesach, Shuas, and Sukkos. When there is a mitzvah that one should bring themselves to a state of purity in honor of the Yomta, his nice of Lazet as in them is da shakalvatariya. So in addition to the fact that there is a big discussion about this, so thus is the raisa the rabbanon, whether this is a, an obligation that the Torah requires to prepare yourself by puri, purifying yourself before Yantav, or it's just a rabbinic thing. So in addition to that question, is the schal nor This is an obligation which only is upon incumbent upon someone that is obligated to go to the Beis HaMikdash for Yom Tov. which of course eliminates anyone that is not in that category. For instance, for instance, somebody that doesn't own land in Eitz Yisrael, which is a reason, that is one uh, circumstance in which a person would not have to go to Aliyah Leregel to visit the Beis HaMikdash on Yom Tov. Or the Dervos Gifinzich and Chutzlaretz, or somebody that lives outside of Eretz Yisrael, so he doesn't have to go to uh, to the Beis Hamikdash. So he, these people would not have a requirement to purify themselves. Thus, Ed is part of an Aliyah Leregel on for Korban Pesach. Anyone in those categories would be exempt from going to the Beis Hamikdash, and therefore also from Korban Pesach. When Ed is Eich Nishmuchoy Lutaratzatzim Beregel, and therefore by extension would not have the Obligation to bring himself to a state of purity. Kumtois. So therefore, according to this, So that when you say that the eferapara, that the, the ashes of the paraduma should be available for anyone that needs to bring themselves to purity, is this This doesn't apply to somebody that is obligated for some reason to to bring himself to a state of purity but it applies to many people who only because they choose to bring themselves to purity the Torah doesn't obligate them to bring themselves to ritual purity as we just brought out first of all it's a question of its and in addition to that there are many people that are not in the category of having to having an obligation to bring themselves to purity so in other words it's just by choice that all people can be included into this so it's only if he wants to and when he wants to when he's taken by the spirit of wanting to bring himself to a state of purity even for this person and at that time when he decides it, should, it has to be available for him that he should be able to purify himself as, as soon as he decides that he wants to whether he's obligated or not so, and that's who it has to be available for so in other words in addition to the fact 
that it's just interesting that it's defined, that paradum is defined by being ready to be used, it even has to be ready for such people who have no obligation to do it. And it's certainly not at a specific time. But that's what this mitzvah seems to be defined by. It has to be available for anyone that wants to at any time that they want to, whether they are obligated to or not. So that's an additional novelty about the mitzvah of paraduma as defined by the Rambam that it is in order that it should be ready and available for anyone that wants. This is also something that seems to be emphasized the way the Rav Sadiqon and his Sefer on Mitzvah says, for a shribe where he writes, as the Mitzvah from Paraduma is that the Paraduma, the Para, is always, constantly there available. Mishmeres means um, available there. As the Eferapara does a great betedr standing that the Eferapara, the ashes of the Paraduma, have to be available always, constantly, at any time. There are Achreinim that want to, they bring, they, they, when you focus on the words, they want to see it in this way. When he says that the para has to be constantly uh, there available, as a main, as a main menu that when, what he's talking about over there is not the ashes that were there available for the general population that they should be able to use it in order to sprinkle themselves in order to get rid of Thomas Mace. Rather, what he's talking about is not the That is the the ashes which were placed in the area in the base of Middash called the Chel. There, there was also a bottle or a jar, or whatever, of the ashes of the the mixture of the ashes of the paraduma. And as we know, that there was from every paraduma, as we'll explain in a moment. From every paraduma, they also placed some of the ashes in that area called the chel, um, <clears throat> in addition to what was available for the general population to use whenever they needed it. So what they say is that that's the part. That's what the Reb Sadiqon is talking about when he says that it's constantly available. Because it's about this part of the ashes which is in the Chel, that it should be for the Jewish people uh, as a constant there available. The, the actual usage of that word, as he takes from the Pasuk, and they learn from this Pasuk, that some of it has to be placed in that area in the chel, in the that means in the Beis Hamikdash uh, compound, in order to that it's always there, that it's there constantly. Whereas the other ashes were sent to the different communities, and then you can't rely anymore that it's always going to be there available. And so, therefore, that's what they say. Rav Sadiqon is referring to that small amount that was placed in the chel. That according to this, it would come out. As mitzvahs paraduma beklalusa is lefidas harasag in dem chelika efer, that the mitzvah of paraduma, which is defined by vaheisal adaz bnei yisrael mishmeres, that it always has to be available. What are we talking about according to these opinions about what Reb Sadigon means about this small amount that is in the chel? So that's the part. That is what the essential mitzvah of paraduma is about. That small amount that's in the chel. Because it would seem, how could you say, as the that the main part of the mitzvah is not about what we use for the general population, for the hundreds of thousands of people that go through the cleansing process using the vast majority of the ashes which were available. So that's not what the main mitzvah is, nor rather in the mitzvah only in this small amount which is p- placed over there for safekeeping in the chel that's what the whole mitzvah is about so how can you say that Zion is a mazvah so they explain 
Lloyd Vis's Mashma Bakamakimis, according to what it seems from a number of places, I'm afflict Nemen from the Mephibasigilegnechel that it was this um, that amount, that stored air, um, ashes that was in the chel, in uh, close to the base of Migdash. That they used from those ashes to sprinkle on the um, the kayin gadol in preparation for Yom Kippur. Because every if they would put the kayin gadol through a cleansing process before Yom Kippur, just to make sure that he's uh, that when that he's ready for Yom Kippur, should should he have become tamei without knowing it. So they, they sprinkled him on the third day and the seventh day. They went through the count of the seven days, just like he had become Tomei, as if he had become Tomei to a mace. And they sprinkled on him from the, on the third day and the seventh day. Where did they get the ashes for the Kayin Godel? From that, from those ashes. The ashes in the Chayl. And also, when the Kayin Godel at Paraduma, before a Kayin Godel got, got involved in preparing a new Paraduma, which had to be ta- done in such a way that there was no question of any Tumah being involved. So again, they put the Kayin Godel through the process of going through the sprinkling to make sure that he's not Tomei Mace. They took it from the Chayl. And therefore, this answers the question, how could you say that the, uh, the focus of Paraduma is on that small amount of ashes? Why? And that, that is the main mitzvah of the Paraduma. Why is that? Because in regards to regular Yisraelim or even Kayanim, but ordinary Kayanim, not the Kayan Gadol, because as we said, there is no Torah obligation for a Yisrael to have to bring himself to a state of purity, not even a Kayan. Of course, then he wouldn't be able to uh, serve in the base of Migdash. But he has no such obligation, so therefore, there is no specific chiyuv for an ordinary Jew to bring himself to a state of purity. Dafka kayin gadol. It's specifically a kayin gadol. Since he is the only one that is able to do the avayda in the base of Migdash on Yom Kippur, Therefore, he has to go through this cleansing process. In order to be able to do the Avaida in the Beis HaMikdash. And he's the only one that can do it. Therefore, he has an obligation to do it. So therefore, that's the only place where you have an actual obligation for a Yid, for any Yid to go through the cleansing process is Dafke the Kayin Gadol before Yom Kippur. And therefore, the main mitzvah, where do you find that the the mitzvah of uh, ashes of the paraduma are used in a way that is an actual obligation is only that in regards to the kayin gadol. And that's where they took it from. So that amount that is in the chayl is the main mitzvah which is actually an obligation for him to do. Therefore, the, the part of the mitzvah which, an, which is an actual obligation is only in regards to the, that small amount that was placed for safekeeping in the chel, lemishmeres, and and that's the so therefore that's the focus of the mitzvah. That's how they explain it. That that's what the the Rav means. Oh, but their pirush and dibri Rav is sarochi in gadol, but to explain that that's what Rav means is very difficult. Why varum because noisif of them. In addition to the fact that of Peter Shanals and the Veto Paralum Shmeres Beted, the Vlaisa Simon Subisum, the Velcha Helica Ephraim, Mitsase Mochrachas. Because in addition to the fact that when you look at it that way, when the Rapsadiagon says that the, the uh, Paralum Shmeres that has to be constantly uh, available, it doesn't really define what the mitzvah is, but rather. It only tells you which which part of the ashes are the main mitzvah is the ones that are sitting in the chel. That's all it's defining. It doesn't really define what the ashes of the paraduma are. It just tells you you want to know which ones are the main ones, the ones that are sitting in the chel. 
Why is that? The mitzvah, fill in them chale, because the mitzvah that we talk about, even in this, those ashes in the chale, is nish dosfos the eferiz l'mishmeriz beteder. It's not that the, the making it, what makes it most important, is not the fact that it always has to be available, but rather, nor in the razoy al gadol. What makes it so essentially important is the fact that these are the ones, these are the ashes that we use for the kayin gadol. Umvas is norli itim rechikis and something which is only happens once in a blue moon. Et lechamol fariyim kipper achz bashana a few times in other the third day and the seventh day before yom kipper which only occurs once a year as the Torah itself as we call it achz bashana it's the one day in the year. Un vemamachta naya paraduma as well as when you get ready to prepare a new paraduma how often that 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 happened. From the time of Moshe Rabbeinu, who did the first one, is the Zgiben Blois Achmal, it only happened eight times after that. In total, we've had nine Paradumas. The first one was done by Moshe Rabbeinu, so it doesn't pertain yet. And then the next eight happened over hundreds and hundreds of years. So, how often does the, uh, do the ashes happen? Uh, are, are they used? Once a year, basically, twice a year. And then eight more times over a thousand years so therefore the word that it has to be constantly available doesn't really define what we're talking about about the ashes and the chayl because if that's what it is that that's where the Kayin Gadol gets his ashes from that only happens once very very rarely so what's the constants of it so all that is defining is that the, those ashes are the ones that are used for the Kayin Gadol and therefore that's where the Chiyuv is but how does that define Batedr? Constant. But in addition to this question, it leaves another general idea question, which is, It's a mitzvah for the Kayinim to do the service in the Beis Amigdash every single day. And that when any individual, of course, the mitzvah is that there should be kayanim available to do the, the avayda. But then when a certain, an individual kayan comes to do the, uh, that avayda, he fulfills that mitzvah. And the kayanim were very on top of their game. They would rush to the Aveda. They were very much into it until even to the to Mesiris Nefesh. is the from the And therefore, to say that it doesn't that it doesn't pertain to them, it only pertains the only place that it's important or that it's a hechrech that it's essential is for the Kayin Gadol rather than for the kainim that they should be in a state of ritual purity in order to be able to fulfill their mitzvah of doing Avedinim in the Beis Amigdash, which is a daily thing. And they were very much committed to that. Hain favos, so ikra mitzvah from paraduma, zayin in the chelika eifer, nitin bechel, from velcham izmazah, b'leizadun kain gadol, said, how could, why should we say that the true mitzvah of the paraduma is only for that small amount which is there in the chel, which is only sprinkled on the kayin gadol twice a year, and plus those eight, and all the kayinim which are very much, you know, very committed to their mitzvah of doing the avayda, that is not the mitzvah of the paraduma. That leaves a general sense of, can this be right? Dalit. The faris mistabaloim, and therefore it's more logical to say, as other of it, the contrary, that what he really means, Rav Sadi going with these words, is similar to what the Rambam says. As Ikra Mitzvah Par is, as the Efer Par is all ständig sein great. He means to say that the, in the simple sense of what that means, that the ashes have to be available constantly for anyone that needs it. For anyone that needs a letaris tumas ames, in order to bring themselves to purify themselves from tumas meis, that's what he means. Lemishmeres beteder that it's always available. There is no question. Why does the the Rav Sadi use the word mishmeres, which means safekeeping? It doesn't really 
capture necessarily the concept that it's available. It's there as a safekeeping, which means it should never be lost or whatever. And that the word Mishmeres actually pertains, as our sages say, to that small amount which is in the Chayel, because it's meant to be kept there so that there was always some, it never gets used up, it never gets lost, it's always there. But why does he use that term then? So that's not a question, because his intent with that word is the Loshan is nisht al Pidroshas Chazala now. Because he's not, he doesn't mean to use that word in order to refer back to what the Chazal say, that the Mishmeres refers to the Chel. That's not why he's using that word. Nor mikra. He's rather relying on what the simple meaning of the Pasuk in, uh, with that word means. As Mishmeres meant that what does, as the Pasuk says, it should be there for the community means it's not talking about that small amount in the chayl but rather also or perhaps even most importantly the, all the ashes that are available in all the communities which is there for anyone that needs it not just for the kain godel there in the chayl and that's what he means with mishmeres the simple meaning of what the posik is trying to convey especially in light of the fact that when we say that when anyone needs it also includes the he needs it at that time so they're available for him too so therefore that's what the Pasuk generally is trying to convey even though there's a Drashas Razal that it refers specifically the word Mishmeres is an allusion a mitzvah, the command of the Torah that it should be placed in the Chayel for safekeeping and as it uh, seems from uh, clear from this, in fact, where does the Rambam bring his proof that the ashes have to be available for anyone that needs it across the land, everywhere? Where does he bring it from? From the Pasuk. He uses this very Pasuk to say that it has to be available for anyone anywhere. In other words, that's Sadyagon is also using it in the same way that he means that it should be available for anyone, not just that he's referring to the ashes in the chayl. Because also that part of the ashes, which the Yidden, the general population, is using in order to sprinkle upon themselves, is Nichlal in the Haisal Mishmeres, is included in those words in the Pasuk, and it should be there, for safekeeping, meaning for available for everyone, they're available for anyone. So in other words, Rav Sadiqan is really talking about, similar to the Rambam, that the main mitzvah of Paraduma is that it should be available for anyone that needs it. But we still have to understand, why is it why is it so important, so essential that the ashes of the Paraduma are so essential that we put an emphasis on this idea that the mitzvah is not defined only by the fact that when somebody needs it, he will use it. It's not about the using of the ashes, but that it should an essential part of the mitzvah is it has to be there available for whenever you use it not that the mitzvah is you should use it but that the mitzvah is it should be available for whenever you need to use it shten the great always available for whoever needs it so why is it that the mitzvah of the, the paraduma is defined by its availability rather than by its use as an example, we don't find that the mitzvah of mikveh is defined by that every community should have a mikveh where anyone that needs it could use it. The mitzvah of mikveh is that when you need to use it, you should use it. That's where the mitzvah is. But over here we find that it's defined by it being available. Hey, everything that we have in the physical world it evolves from its spiritual source. 
And perhaps it's not just also pertains to, but even more so pertains to in regards to Torah Mitzvahs, that everything in Torah Mitzvahs evolves from its spiritual source. As the Pratim for Yedah Mitzvah Begashmi is, that the details and how the Mitzvahs are practiced in the physical, in the, in actual, in, in practice, how, where do they take the, their definition from and their details from from the way it is in its spiritual origins and that's how it evolves into a physical mitzvah that we do in this physical world based on how it's, how it's defined in the spiritual world that's how it becomes um, that's how the details are defined and that's how we actually observe the mitzvah so in a similar way in regards to our subject the reason that paraduma you know, is expressed in this way that the ash that is defined by the fact that it's available to anyone it comes from the fact it's because in its spiritual origin the idea that is presented represented by Paraduma is something that is constantly necessary every single Yid in their Aved of Hashem has to have available whatever it is that Paraduma represents this is something that is essential for the Aveda of every single Jew. And that's why when it becomes a, an observance and a practice in the physical world and actually burning a, a cow and so on, it is, also, it is also something that has to be there for everyone. Even though you may not understand it in the physical sense, but in its spiritual sense we can understand why it should be necessary for everyone. As it will be explained, the beer in them, and to explain that. Paraduma is in Yonatshuva. The idea of Paraduma, spiritually speaking, means Chuva. Why does it mean Chuva? Because Tumas Meiz Beruchni is made. What is ritual, imp- ritual impurity that comes from a mace? What does that mean, spiritually? The fact that sins cause a separation between Hashem and a Jew. Sins cause that separation. And therefore when a Yid loses contact, loses his connection to Hashem, therefore we then lack the, the life that is offered by Hashem. As the Pasuk says, that is how you are alive because you're attached to Hashem but if a person loses his connection to Hashem then he loses his source of Chayim means he, it creates the situation of Mace so now Paraduma which is the idea of Tshuva is Metar the Midden brings purity to the Yid that he should no longer be a Mace because it reconnects the Yid, Shuva reconnects the Yid to his uh, source of life, which is Hashem, and therefore resolves the issue of Mace. And as our sages tell us, let the Parah come and atone for the act of the Eagle. The Paraduma should come and atone for the Eagle. It's like a a marshal the Pura is the mother of the eagle, so a Pura is a cow, a red cow, is the mother of the eagle, the calf, and let the mother come and clean up the mess that was made by her child. That's the marshal that our sages use. Pura is metair tumas meist, taitsas inyanavainas, that the Pura aduma brings purity to the results of the sins which cause meist. And that is a direct connection. There is a direct connection between every sin and the Cheta Egel. The Cheta Egel is the primary sin, which is from all, all other sins stem from the Cheta Egel. That's the primary sin, at least after Matan because before that it was the Chet Eitzadas. 
once that was resolved through Matan Torah, then the Chet Egel became the primary sin. So that's why the Chet Egel represents sin in general, and the Paraduma is what comes and atones for sins. And that's the explanation why we find in Paraduma two contradictory uh, ideas. On the one hand, the entire preparation of the Paraduma, the shechting of the Paraduma, and the burning of the Paraduma, all the avoidas which normally happen inside the Beis Hamikdash, and by the Paraduma happen machnes. It happens outside all three um, encampments. In the Midbar, there was a degree of holiness within, you know, uh, working its way outward. The inner, the Beisamit, the Mishkan itself, then was the uh, the Chatzar, the area, and then was where the Levian lived. And outside of all those three Machnas, that was neutral space. The holiness is inside the three Machnas, in degrees, you know, the more inner you go, the more holier it becomes. Outside the three Machnas, which means outside Kedusha. So the question is, the Para Aduma was prepared outside of all three Machnas. It was done outside the, certainly outside the Beis Amigdosh, not even close. Nizhvi Kabonos was a Muzain Dafke Impnimen, not like other Kabonos which specifically must be done inside, meaning in the area of the Beis Amigdosh. Uli Idach, on the other hand, Dafti Azazain Dafke Neichach Pnei Oyelmoyed, the sprinkling of the blood of the Paraduma, which was done outside, and let's say by the Beis Hamikdash, it was done on the Harazesim across the valley from the Beis Hamikdash, but it had to be done in such a way that it was opposite Pnei Oil Ma'id, which means the inner Pnei means the inner, the most essential part of the Oil Ma'id, meaning that they have that what it meant literally in the simple sense is that they had to see the door the opening of the uh, of the Beis Hamikdash so that they could see the oil made when they sprinkled the blood and they sprinkled it towards that direction but Pnei also means the inner part of the oil made and the, what it says is he had to be focused and be able to see the door of the Heichel of the structure of the Beis Hamikdash when he did the sprinkling so that's the opposite it's done all the way outside of Ketusha, but it has to be done in the focused on the most essential, the inner sanctum of the Beis HaMikdash. So that's two contradictory things. The reason is, because in Tshuva also has these two extremes. The Uftuv in Tshuva is What is the, what can Tshuva accomplish? That, other, that Torah in general cannot accomplish, and that is to purify and elevate also the outside. The, that's what's, what's called outside the realm of Kedusha. That which is outside all of the encampments, which are the areas of Kedusha. Which also that the Shuva can bring atonement even for mitz- uh, Averis that were done deliberately with knowledge, with intent. Those kind of Averis are considered to be the domain of the three evil, the three Klippas. Uh, and ordinary Karbonas, which were also there to bring atonement for Averis, but the Karbon could only bring atonement for an Avera which was done. Inadvertently, without knowledge, but there is no carbon which bring which is there in order to atone for deliberate averus. Where tshuva could bring atonement even for deliberate deliberate averus. and the ability to be able to bring that kind of atonement even for a deliberate avera, to bring a t- uh, purity and holiness outside of the the area of kedusha, which is the intent of that can only come from the very highest level of Kedusha what's called in the Pasuk the inner sanctum so you have in Shuvah also those two extremes it can reach to the furthest place in Tumah because it's connected to the deepest place in Kedusha 
It's only the Hashem Himself who transcends even the holiness of Torah. Zok der Emfer can be the one to give the answer and the command. It's reported in the uh, in the uh, Medrash that there was a conversation that what happens if somebody commits a sin and uh, they asked Torah the question, they asked the different uh, characters the question, one of them is Torah, and Torah didn't have the answer, he should do tshuva. Only Hashem gave the answer to do tshuva. Torah saw it as it's a lost cause. But Hashem said, let him do tshuva and it'll be atoned for him. Mashain can Torah mitzadatzmoi, umedmadrigosa, Torah of its own level, its own standard, is the uh, is the could only give the uh, could only give the advice. What was the answer that was that Torah gave when this question was asked? Yavi we should bring a, a sin offering. That Eitzah, that advice only works for an inadvertent Aveda. But it doesn't really capture it doesn't tell you what to do if you'd committed a sin deliberately. Only Hashem had the answer, let him do tshuva. In other words, that it comes from a holiness which is only connected to Hashem. Even Torah doesn't have that response. Meaning to say that in order to be able to elevate and uh, bring atonement, find atonement for even a deliberate, for the deepest types of Tuma, can only come from the deepest types of Ketusha. Vav. So then, therefore, somebody would think that this level of tshuva, which is necessary, is only for somebody who actually committed a sin, and uh, or a deliberate sin, and actually did a sin. Only that kind of a person needs the paraduma, which is prepared outside the domain of Ketusha, because he needs a, uh, an atonement to elevate even those places where somebody committed a, a terrible sin. When a yid conducts himself in, the, in a way that the Pasuk says, Hashem created the person as a straight arrow, as a straight you know, upright person, the derech ayosha. So he conducts himself in the straight and narrow. Avodas atzadikim, what we call avodas atzadikim. What does he need a paraduma for? He never goes into the area outside the encampment of, of holiness. Why does he need a paraduma? It's true that he needs a tzaddik. Also needs to re, has to have do tshuva. The Alter Rebbe is Mevar, but Kamakemis, as the Alter Rebbe explains in a number of places, as Tshuva is Nishdafke Eifaveris, that Tshuva is not only for actual sins that were committed, when Azafila Tzadik Dafta Tshuva, and that even a Tzadik needs to do Tshuva, even though he never commits a sin. Thus is Abinishkan Tshuva of Chatoim, but that kind of Tshuva is not about atoning for sins. Nor Avaidus Tshuva for Naruch Tavshalukim Ashenusana. That's a different type of a Tshuva. It's an Avaidus of Tshuva that. Uh, that uh, the neshama should return to a higher place to Hashem, to the inner dimension of Hashem, to a higher level of Hashem it's just climbing higher to return go back into higher places and higher places, all the way back to the source from where the neshama came but what, what kind of connection does a tzaddik have to the kind of tshuva that is represented by paraduma, which comes which is the, that which is done outside the encampment of holiness he, doesn't, he never goes outside the encampments he always finds himself inside in the, whole, in the holiness so therefore he is told as the mitzvah it's not so the paraduma has to be available to anyone that needs it as darf it has to be there available constantly every single year needs to always have available to himself this to be able to go, do the avayda of tshuva as represented by paraduma constantly available because 
on the simple level the Mishnah says never believe in yourself until it's all over you, should, you can never be certain about yourself about where you may end up you can never be certain that you're not going to trip up somewhere that's on a simple level and especially according to the rule that we have that there is no tzaddik that will, uh, that will actually never that always does good and will never sin and it's true that the word chet, sin over here does not necessarily mean an actual commission of a sin sometimes it's just that he didn't reach his absolute potential that he could have that's what chet means chet means he's lacking in having reached some elevated sta- uh, standard that he could have reached so maybe that's what it means as felt uh, Chet means there's missing something in his Aveda because he didn't do it in as he could have done, in the most perfect way that he could have done. Or he didn't reach even the perfection of what he could have done. And therefore he has to do Tshuva for that lack. And even if he never he has no sin at all, not even lacking anything. And the fact that death can also reach him, because we know that everybody dies in the end, so therefore everyone is uh, going get, to get caught up in death. So it says in the Gemara that there were a number of people that died only as his nor they only died because the serpent, the original serpent by Chava, because of what he did caused that every single person in the world would die. Hashem said that everyone is going to die from now on. So this person may be a tzaddik who did nothing wrong at all and if it was up to him, he wouldn't have died. But because there is the, the serpent caused that, so he too will have to die. Okay, you do a pirush arizal from pasuk v'talisa isay aleitz, and we know what the the what the arizal explains about the pasuk. You shall hang him on a tree. It's talking about somebody that committed a sin that uh, brings skila. So they would hang him on a tree for a moment and, and then take him down. So what is a v'talisa? You shall hang him on a tree. The Arizal interpreted it to mean as ven einer atzadik. There is a certain tzadik hotnish kachet. He has no sin of his own. Which normally his own sins would cause him to die. And here he died. The tzaddik died. So what are you, what are you going to attribute it to? So he says, Attribute it, hang it on the tree, meaning the chetai tzadas, that he died only because of that sin, not because of his own sins. So you have to hang that, the reason on it, Attributed to the Chetay Tzadaz, Vatsad Gebrach Misabayim, which brought death to the world. So Izdach does goof, so therefore, maybe this, this guy is a Tzadik, who doesn't even have a sin that which you can blame his death on. So he, a pure Tzadik like that. So what does he need? Shuvah of Paraduma. Izdach does goof, but this in itself was the Chetay Tzadaz Avirkun, that the Chetay Tzadaz is able to reach him. Meaning that because of the Chetay Tzadas, he ends up dying too. So we see that as far as he is from the cause of the serpent, but there is some sort of a link between him and the serpent as well. And that's why he ends up dying because of that as well. It's, in other words, he's not completely removed from that. So therefore he has to have tshuva on why is he even in the slightest way connected to the cause of the serpent. And perhaps the explanation of this is that because this tzaddik with all of his avayda was not able to correct the, the, uh, what happened because of the serpent the chetet tzadahs so it's possible that because he didn't fix it it also causes him to get caught up in it certainly if he, sa- if he sees and fo- thinks about what our sages tell us that 
that any generation in which the base of Mikdash was not rebuilt, Mailim Olaf Ki'iluhu Echriva, we consider it as if that generation destroyed the base of Mikdash. to look at it from the positive side, that's a negative view. From the positive side, as the Chapsag Din, there is a halacha, as a Yochid Vos, Osa Mitzvah Achas, that if there's even one individual that he did one mitzvah, he is able to, with one mitzvah, tilt the balance of the world into the positive. And he can cause for himself and therefore for the whole world, for all, everyone, salvation because of his one mitzvah. So we see that there is the negative side of it. If you haven't done it, then it's your fault. If you do do it, it could, you could be the one to merit it. And since he sees that even though he's been doing his Avaida, yet the Golas still per, uh, pertains, it still pervades, it's still there, it doesn't, hasn't ended yet. Certainly the type of Golas that we're in, this double and uh, double again, the Golas, the darkness of this Golas, this is the outside of which there is no further outside than this outside. And still we haven't been helped, even though this tzaddik has done all his avayda. So it's possible that the reason for this is because of his avayda, or lack of. And therefore, as long as the Agula hasn't come, it means that this generation has caused the, the destruction. And therefore, that's the motivation for the, the greatest kind, kind of Tshuva possible. That a, person, a tzaddik looks around and he sees... I've done everything that I could and still nothing has happened. That means that I am missing something. I haven't done all I could. There is something serious, uh, seriously missing. And that's the reason for the tshuva. So therefore, that's the meaning of the paraduma has to be available for every single yid. The kind of tshuva that is called upon by the paraduma is something which pertains to everyone. Zayin. So therefore, one could still think it's true that he always has to be able to call upon this idea of tshuva means it has to always be there available but since in fact he's a person that never does an Aveira and so on that this is not the focus of his Aveira this is not a person that the focus of his Aveira is tshuva his focus of Abayda is is Torah Masim Tevin. He has to be available, you know. He has to be able to call upon that too. But I'm Erem Mitzadatz Me Hot Nishkan Shaychetz Klal Sinyan Vechutzel Shol Shmachnes. Because as we said before, this person himself he has no connection to what's going on outside the domain of Kedusha. When does Vaser Oich Er Dafav and Shuvah from Paraduma? And the fact that he too has to be have the, the tshuva which is associated with paraduma is dochtas nisht azar vaser hot geirim given is not anything that can be attributed to him. It's just because the the serpent the chetzei tzadas that's what caused it all. But um, it, but it's not anything that I did. And what the the serpent did over there is not something that he has any influence over. So true, he is somehow related to it by some third degree or sixth degree of separation, but, and, and therefore he has to do tshuva, he has to be willing and available tshuva, he might have to reach into that too. But that this should be the foundation of his avayda. He is on a much higher level than that, of having to do that kind of tshuva. So therefore, we, he, is, he is told, that the parasha pare is the purifying of every yid, including him. Every yid must use the tara of paraduma. And even more, thus is the yisaydu from klolos avedasay, this is the foundation upon which the rest of Avaida is built on. 
on Pesach because he has to get to a Chaydish. A Chaydish is, which is the Parshas a Chaydish, which talks about the Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, Pesach, Korban Pesach. That is the first mitzvah, as Rashi says. So he has to get to a Chaydish. He has to get to mitzvahs. When we state the Medish, the Medish says, as the Chukka from Parah Adum is Gdailah from the Chukka of Pesach, that the the chukah, it says, Zayis chukas ha-para. Zayis chukas ha-tayra, we're talking about the para aduma. And then it says, Zayis chukas ha-pesach. And the Chazal say that the chukah of uh, para aduma is even greater than the chukas ha-pesach. In other words, that the, the definition of para aduma, tshuva, that kind of tshuva, is even greater and more important than the, the rest of mitzvahs. Because the, uh, those who eat the carbon the, the Pesach need the Paradum in order to be able to eat the carbon Pesach. What does that mean spiritually speaking? The eaters of Pesach, mitzvahs, that's the Aved of Tzadikim. And what does it mean that the eaters of Pesach, meaning the Tzadikim, need the Parah? Means that the Tzadikim too need to do Tshuva. So in other words, that the foundation in order to be able to get to the Karim Pesach to Achaydash is starts with the Paraduma. So it's not just some thing that he has to have in his arsenal with his, should he need it. No, that's the foundation of it all. Afilat Tzadik is 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 Yesh Misha because even a tzaddik, the fact that we say that there is someone who loves, and this is the final chsidus to mean that ava, which is the avoda of a tzaddik, the love of Hashem is dependent on I love Hashem. It brings out the uh, the yeshus, the fact that there is someone that has to express his love to Hashem. In other words, it brings attention to the mitzias of the tzaddik as well. And in addition to that, Ahad we know that he has free choice, which means which means there, he has the ability to be able to do something against Hashem. In other words, that he is, he does have his own ego, his own, even though it's a very subtle thing by a tzaddik. But the subtlety that he loves Hashem is enough of a yeshus. Is nished in gansem and therefore he's not completely one with uh, with, uh, with Hashem. He sees an independent, very slight independence for himself too. Kumtoi, so comes that as the avoda from tzaddik is in ir arayim mishnah metzias. In other words, even the avoda of tzaddik, even in, in his avoda, meaning his ava, also includes the fact that he is someone that loves Hashem. So there is a someone. When the far daf eichat tzaddik onkum into the tariff from paraduma, that's why even a tzaddik needs that purity that is offered by the paraduma to metarzayin zich from hergish mitziyosei to cleanse himself and to purge himself from the feeling of his own mitzias through the tnuf and tshuva through the the idea of tshuva the farbitet kait. What is the tnuf of tshuva? Feeling this remorse and this sadness and regret and embitteredness. For the fact that there is still small Matthias attached to him, when his niche in Gansom bottles of Lukus, and that he is not completely and totally bottled of Lukus, and it's only through this Avaid of Chuba, so much so that it takes away that small amount of Matthias that still remains. Only then can he reach. The proper way of eating the Pesach, meaning the Avaida in an oifen from Pesach Vadilug, the Oichlea Pesach means. Pesach means that he leaps forward, leaps and bounds forward, not in an orderly way, but that he can go away from, uh, from his own Metzias and leap into a level of Bittul. That's represented by Pesach. Bizazer is thus Oichel, and Oichlea Pesach, eating the Pesach means that it's not something that is external to him but he internalizes it just like food is internalized and it becomes who he truly is everything that we just described is how this pertains to a tzaddik so 
Certainly, then, that this avoid of tshuva that is uh, represented by the paraduma applies to a benini. That a benini can even have thoughts of committing an avera could pop up in your mind. That although, as Alter Rebbe says in Tanya, the moment that arises, the moment that comes up in your thought, you push it away and you eliminate it immediately. But the fact that such thoughts could occur to you that means, as Tanya explains, that he hasn't yet become a tzaddik. Because for a tzaddik, this would never even come up in his mind. And therefore, he has to do tshuva for that. How much more so? Those who are not yet, who haven't yet reached the level of a benini. We don't have to name what that is. And although it's true that the, the standard of a benini is something that every person needs to reach, that's where everyone has to go, has to get to. Is the Chabiyadua, the Hatzigavunj. On the other hand, we know that heartfelt wish that we have for ourselves. Halavai Bainani, Halavai, we should be a Bainani. Not that we are certain to be a Bainani, but Halavai, that we should reach that level. So, in other words, that there, we still, there are still people that have not reached the level of Bainani. Davzain the Tshuva Vitara, so for such people, the Tshuva and the cleansing of Chatoyim Kivshutan, they have to do Tshuva for actual sins, not for it occurred to him that he might want to do a sin. He actually did a sin. So that he can then do his avayda properly. And through the avayda sachuva, which is, comes from parsha para, we immediately get to parsha sachaydish. As the halacha is, there's never an interruption of a Shabbos between parsha para and parsha sachaydish. Parsha Sachaydish always comes the week after Parsha Parah. Or better said, Parsha Parah always comes the week before Parsha Sachaydish. In other words, they're always one after the other. While Parsha Sachaydish is in Yoni Achaydish is Elochem, Chaydish Geula, because Parsha Sachaydish is the idea of Geula. Uh, so from Parah, from Tshuva, we will come immediately to Geula. Undur der Avedis Tshuva from Parsha Parah. And from the Avedis of Tshuva, the, the Tshuva, uh, which comes from Parashapura, Vedamiyad, we reach immediately, unkind hefsek, as we said, without any interruption in the middle, Hain Nigolim, will, we will be redeemed, Benissin Asidin Ligoil, as we know that in Nisim we will also eventually, we were originally redeemed in Nisim, we will eventually be redeemed in Nisim, but Karab Mamish, and this should happen immediately.